So welcome everyone. Today's LinkedIn Live is on segregation of duties or SOD. So to help explain what SOD means and why it is important, we have the CEO of High Noon Consulting and cyber and governance expert, Shannon Newton. Hi, Shannon. Hi, everybody. So first, Shannon, please give the audience some more background on you and your experience in the cybersecurity and GRC world. Um, I have over 20 years of experience in the cyber, well, the GRC world, probably the last 15 years in cybersecurity, working with organizations to make sure they've got proper segregation of duties controls in place and or compensating controls to make sure they're doing what they need to do correctly. Perfect. So let's jump into it. So what does SOD mean to you in the context of cybersecurity and compliance? So cybersecurity and compliance, SOD doesn't really have really any difference, whether it's finance, networking, or security, it means someone has too much access to an environment and can do more than one thing that they should do, should not do. And what are, what are the regulations and the security implications when SOD is not enforced? So when SOD is not enforced, you can have inappropriate activity happening in the environment. So someone can uh, approve and grant access in the environment. Someone can test, validate, and deploy a change in the environment. Someone can circumvent security controls and change configurations. You have lots of different things happening if you have segregation duties conflicts occurring. And let me so just add one thing, Shannon. So. When we say segregation of duties, is that also another way of saying basically make sure you're enforcing the principle of least privilege? Correct. Least privilege. But even least privilege can sometimes have an SOD conflict, depending on if you have a lean okay. team. So it's just all about do you have the right controls in place to make sure you're detecting any inappropriate activity in the environment? So isn't the failure to implement SOD one of the big reasons behind fraud and insider theft? It is a key area because individuals can circumvent process. So you can have fraud on the financial side if they have the ability to create a vendor and pay a vendor. So how do you restrict someone from paying themselves? If you have the ability to make updates and configurations to the environment, how do you prevent vulnerabilities from happening in the environment? so on and so forth. So it is key to either have segregation of duties in place or to have compensated controls in place to verify that nothing inappropriate is happening. So what are the compliance measures and do they call out for SOD? Compliance measures, it's usually your access controls that are the key areas to making sure nothing bad is happening or to restrict access to key areas. So we wanna make sure that only, as Garrett said, least privilege is in place and only key people have access to data, financials, security requirements, so on and so forth. So what compensating controls do enterprises try to enforce SOD with and do they work? They work, but they're called detective controls. And those are usually some form of change log review, configuration reviews. It's all after the fact, so it's not, actively occurring or as you would call it a preventive control so when you have segregation duties in place you're preventing uh from individuals from being able to do certain aspects uh versus detecting it after the fact and reviewing to make sure they didn't do anything so and, garrett and what is you oh, go ahead sorry add, 
Yeah, Shan, does that also go for these compensating controls? What are people using for identity usually? Usually, right, you restrict the access and say, person A can only get X, Y, and Z, and person B can do R, S, T, U, right? So you, how do you make sure that one person can't do everything and that it's restricted across multiple teams? So that is your least privilege. So is this usually manual? It is usually manual because you're usually verifying it manually if you don't have some form of an identity management tool to make sure that only certain people have access to certain groups or areas, data, so on and so forth. And is that working for enterprises if it's manual? It's a lot of extra work if it's manual. A lot of extra work in hours. So Garrett, what does UATEST do to help with this? It's not manual. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's that's the number one thing, as my buddy Kashif will be showing, right? We we get it. And, and, and Shannon and I do a lot of webinars and talks together. I think I was just on, they're talking about zero trust, and that's called traditional. The manual's traditional in there, and that's not good. As uh, Robin, who was on the SISC squared once said, that's death. That's that's like you're going to be hacked. If you're still doing your SOD manually, you're just asking for fraud. And that's quoting someone else. Okay, what you attest does is you attest plugs right into your identity system. Okay, you have something. You have AD, you have Azure AD, you have Okta, you have JumpCloud, you have Ping, you have something. That's your identity enforcement point. You should be able to enforce SOD right there. And that's exactly what my buddy Kashif is going to be showing us, okay? That we plug right in to your existing IAM, and then you construct the rules. You know what, what group you have for finance. You know what group you have in sales, right, Shannon? Those two should not be in the same group. And then you construct your own SOD rules relevant to your enterprise. And if you need some GRC help, that's what Shannon's here for, right? Shannon, that's what you do. You say these groups should not confide. You attest is the tool that plugs into your IM and then solves the SOD ongoing for you. Yes, that's what we do. What about the what about the enterprises that can't afford an entire IGA system? Yeah, well, that's that's why we exist. I mean, the standard IGA system, I say the word IGA, and, and I was just at a conference and I say, okay, I'm going to see how many people I can make leave the room now. I'm going to say identity governance, you know, and then everyone's like, oh, God, I don't have time for that crap. And everyone walks out, right? That's the way we invented UATEST to do the functionality of governance, the G of IGA, plug into what you already have, your IIM, and then implement this starting this afternoon. There's no way when you see that demo that Kashif is going to show us in a bit that you don't think, oh, I, I can do that in five minutes. I can do that in 10 minutes and you get started. That's what we're doing. We have democratized the concept of governance on the identity products people are using today. So, Shana, do you think this is a good solution for enterprises who have an IAM but don't have SOD tools? Yeah, no, it definitely never hurts to help to automate the process and using a system versus manually doing it. There's so much room for error in the manual process. You could miss it. 
you could not see something, someone could be added after the fact. So when you can get a system approach, there's always a benefit to it. So the best way to see the difference is a demo. So Kashif, can you run a demo of you a test and its SOD solution? Absolutely, and thanks, Ashley. Let me just Thank go ahead you. and share my screen. Let me know you can see it. Yep. Great. So the interface shows up. Uh, by the way, this is my tenant, UATest tenant, integrated with my Azure AD. That's my IAM. That's my identity store with this demo. And when you have integration in place, you can run application audits. You can run group audits. You can run user audits. But the thing is, uh, this this can be Okta as well. This can be Jump Cloud or any any other uh, platform. The thing is, we let the clients decide on SOD rules according to their organizational structure, according to what they have in place uh, implemented inside the organization. So when you are running these application or group audits, before running those, you can set some SOD rules so that you can apply those rules to those applications and group audits. And that's what we have enabled. So you can set up application SOD rules. You can also set up group SOD rules where you just need to go in here and define what the rules should stay or what do you need to see flagged inside an audit uh, if there is a conflict, if there is such, um, such an anomaly that you, you see in there. What do we do? We flag that user in there. For example, if there is a user who is, who is part of marketing team and he should not be there in account receivable group. So you make that rule right in here and you attest and just implement that rule before you are creating a group audit. So let's say um, I, have, I have certain groups in here that I would, I would like to say, well, okay, if I'm creating um, a group audit of a certain group, I would like to see if, that, if those people or any of the members of that group are members of either the admin group or you can add another rule, or that person is also a member of, let's say, a finance group. So if you can apply, I mean, and and or functionality in there, these properties that if you apply and, it's going to look into both these groups. And if any user exists in both of these, it will flag the user. And you can apply the or properties just to see if the users exist on either of these groups, then he should be flagged or those users should be flagged. So that's up to you, which one would you like to apply here? But once you create the rule, you can also select the actions. Well, you can flag the users as highly privileged based on the mentioned rules in your test campaign. And also you can assign the privileged users to a reviewer. That reviewer could be of you know any person within the organization, it could be a manager, it could be a group owner, it could be an application owner, or a security and a compliance person. All you have to do is just put in the email ID, and as soon as the uh, anomalies are found, those, those users, the flagged users, will be assigned to that particular reviewer you've just uh, mentioned over here. So that's what it does. Now, when you create or you're ready to create a group audit, and you're targeting a specific group, that's where it will appear. Let me just go ahead and put a name, let's say test SOD as usual, a time frame. Now, 
Here it gives you which SOD rule would you like to apply for this audit. So whatever rule you want to apply, you have saved those rules, you have saved those conditions in the SOD, um, in, in the SOD, uh, uh, SOD rule page. You can apply any conditions with, you can define the rule with an OR condition, you can define it with an AND condition and select the rule. That rule will be, will be applied to that group audit that you are going to select. So I say, okay, I want to see the finance group and see how the members are doing in there. So that's the finance group. You can choose active, inactive, all the users. I'll just go with all. And that's it. Now, UATest is fetching all the information from my IAM, which is my identity store, but with the SOD rule in place. It's also, it's not only looking for the finance group, it's also looking for those two groups if, if any of these members are part of it of those any of those groups right so when i open the audit these are the two users that are part of the you know the other group that they shouldn't have been so these are the ones you need to take a look into and these have already been assigned to the person of your choice that you have selected uh while you were putting those conditions and making those rules so these two people have been assigned to that particular reviewer and now he is going to decide whether they should have access or their access should be revoked from any of those groups. That's what we have implemented in the V1, but we will keep on enhancing that um, according to the uh, requirements from different clients and different you know people that that will request us, we will keep enhancing the tool. So this is V1 of SAD. Garrett? Okay. Great, great stuff there, Kashif. I'm sorry, Ashley. No, that's okay. Thanks, Kashif. Um, so, Garrett, is this available to both customers and managed service providers as well? Uh, absolutely. And you know what comes with the service? Shannon, right? Because what we do is we work together. We help to manage service providers, right? Say, okay, maybe you're not comfortable with GRC. Shannon goes in, helps them understand what the gaps that their customers have, right? And then the UATAS tool is multi-tenanted already for the MSPs. They can come on and they can manage all their clients, all their clients through a single uh, council, all the ones that need to do this, et cetera. And of course, it's available for direct customers, but it's also available for the MSPs, MSSPs, and GSIs who need to do be uh, doing these user access reviews and need to be enforcing SOD for their clients. So Shannon, how can people get a hold of you? People can reach me at sales at hntc.io. Perfect. And then anyone else, just contact us at info at uatest.com and we'll address all your cloud and on-premise identity auditing needs. Thank you. And thank you, Shannon, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Great stuff, team. All the best.